Good morning. Good morning. Java Delight will uplift you. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Grab your coffee. Stay tuned. This show is about to begin. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. My name is Brandon Croucher, and I am so thankful to be here with every single one of you this morning. I have the one, the only, the queen of all South Africa. Ooh, there was an echo there. The queen of all South Africa, Miss Elsa. What you guys Good morning. Am I so, echoing because I've got my laptop here on a chair and I can't seem to get my earphones in. So if I echo, just let me know. Otherwise, hello. <laughs> no, I don't hear an echo. If Jessica does, she'll mm. tell me. She'll put a thumbs up, thumbs down. Nope. And mine doesn't have any background like beep, like I've had before. Nope. I got a no there. So we are good. So guys, do me a favor. Put a comment in the side. You see my mom was the first person to jump on this morning. And she even as I as I was getting dressed, she yells up the stairs. Hey, I got the first comment. So guys, make sure to say hello. Tell us where you are, where you're from. Elsa made sure she got the second one in there. Go hit the like, the subscribe, the share button. Let your friends know, your family know, because we're here to bring a positive, uplifting beat. Hope you get through the day as Ilsa undresses for everybody. So, <laughs> uh, third was uh, Brian uh, Ryan with Moving Motion Pictures. And then Brian went down two points. Oh, so harsh. Brian, I'm sorry. And then fourth, sorry, Sarah. We had a couple people beat you. And then... Mama C. Oh, Miss C. Mom, you're getting highs from Miss Mandy all the way in the UK, from South Africa to the UK. Nice to have friends all over the world. Now, Ilsa, I have a question for you particularly. I don't know if anybody's looked out the window yet. You see her looking all around and how she's like kind of panicking. Happy Thursday. We're ready for a breakthrough. We're gonna have a breakthrough. Jessica's rolling her eyes in the back at me. That's okay, cause I don't have to pee. <laughs> oh, uh, see, Sarah caught your hair too. Happy. Oh, thank you. Let me turn yeah. around so you can see the better. <laughs> Let me turn around. Here, I did the same. I just shaved my head. How's it look? It looks so pretty, 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 pretty. Oh. I love it. And then moving motion picture says a couple, a couple people be a Jew. What did you just say? No, we're going to have a breakthrough. <laughs> we need our Jewish people though. So thank you for joining us today. 
<laughs> Ryan. So Ilsa, tell everybody about what you are up to, what you're doing, and why your new place is so awesome that giraffes poke their head through that window and we might get one to bite your head. I had the most wonderful morning I went to empower one of my friends she's going through a rough time hi Donnell she's going through a rough time getting a divorce and everything so I just went and visited her and we went to the goddess cafe I'm sorry Kuri I had a pink cappuccino <laughs> you had a pink cappuccino you had a pink cappuccino oh it's so beautiful i can send you a picture and you can put it up but the the the, the place's name it's the goddess at the goddess coffee shop it is so amazingly beautiful and everything's pink everything is like it's just pink and flowers i'll send it to you on on, on your on your um facebook messenger Okay. The food, the food, you must see the food, the food, the food. The food. Mm. So is it vegan though? Because we have to be cautious with what we have now. It, um, it actually was, it actually was. It was vegan. So yes. Elsa, we've been pushing something really hard for the last few weeks. And I have to give credit to everybody else, everybody else. Because you and I have been like, hey, guys, we're working hard. We want to put good content out there to support us. The best thing you could do would be like share, comment, all that stuff, right? Well, apparently everybody got it because I don't know if you saw or not yet, Elsa, but the YouTube channel had a big jump last night. And what I mean by a big jump is we actually got 12 subscribers in one night and we are now up to 310 subscribers guys that is amazing that is i, I i'm 100 thank you love you thank you be proud of yourselves because truth be told, and 310 I, I, is the angel number it's an angel number so go check what 310 means google it and then you'll see the messages that you get it's actually so beautiful when you when you when you Google it and you see the messages that it sends you. Messages of 310. That's awesome. 310. So uh, message behind that. So what did you get into last night? You're in a new place, new sounds, new everything. How's it going? Yeah, I slept like horrible. I, was, I slept horrible. What? And it's, and it's not that, that I, I don't struggle sleeping in places. I was tired last night, but I only have one pillow and I'm used to this king size bed. And it's one of that's like you're sleeping on a cloud. So going from that to sleeping on a double bed and my starfish move doesn't work because my feet goes off the bed. <laughs> that's I'm the funny. King size. I fit, when I sleep like this, I fit properly. Nothing hangs off. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. But wait, wait a At minute. You hang off? Yes, my feet. My feet hangs off on the end because I like lie like a starfish flat on my stomach with the one hand on the one side. I don't share my bed with anybody but myself. So I lie like a starfish. Hey, Elsa, read that. I may have rounded up 10 people to subscribe through Dolphin Dance. No big deal. Okay, what do you need to get 10 more? Yeah, what do we need? What, do you guys, what must I see? <laughs> what can we do right now? And by the way, Donnell Jackson, 
I got to do one thing for these guys. these guys. Coming up on the Breakthrough Show next Wednesday is the release of their newest show by the Jacksons. It is going to be about relationships Wednesday evenings. Do not forget to go check that out. It is going to be one about building up the best relationship with your significant other. So make sure you check that out and give them some love on the Breakthrough Network because that's a good one. Uh, good morning, you beautiful soul there. I love you, Sherry. And then Mandy Atterbury, I'm sorry. You know what? You're not in a bad financial spot. You want to know why? Because it's coming through. You're breaking through. As Jessica would say, it's it's breakthrough Thursday. Jessica's here. She's gonna be like, guess what, Mandy? You're pushing through, girl. We got this. Woo! I, she's in the back. Watch it. I'm watching Jessica's face. It makes my day when she's just like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> That's just <laughs> the tongue sticking out at me like, nah. Uh, the second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Eastern Standard Time, Eastern Daylight Time, EDT, not EST, because I've learned my lesson. That's not what it is. At 7 p.m., the second and fourth Wednesdays of the month, make sure you tune in to the Jacksons show and all that, because that is going to be a fun one. And if you have not met the Jacksons yet, do not worry. You don't need to meet them. You will get to love them so fast. I mean it. They are amazing. Oh, I am right, Mandy. I am 100% right. You want to know how I know it? Because I believe it. I have faith for you. Elsa, speak on her. Prophesy to her right now. Go, girl. We're manifesting you some money. The universe, the universe yep. will send you exactly what you need. Just believe yes. it. You do not short anything. Money flows to you easily. And what you need from the universe flows to you easily. I love it. So last night, I did have an interview. I was interviewing somebody. And you want to talk about being like caught off guard. So she shows up two minutes before the show and it, it the H it's my honest conversation, health and hemp and happiness. And she was coming on to talk about women in the cannabis industry. So this is a fun topic for me because I love to see what women are doing that are breaking barriers. I love to see what people are doing that are breaking the box, you know, like totally outside the box thinking. Well, what made me, interested in this was the fact that she leading the chamber of commerce in colorado which is a legalized state and it was going to be all about how women can get more involved no matter where they are in the country okay and then she shows up two minutes before and goes oh we can't talk about any of that and i'm like why she goes well that job and i kind of like separated just this week so i need to actually talk about something else i'm like can we talk about just cannabis as a whole and she said, yeah. So I start writing down all these questions and I'm literally like running through them with her as fast as I can of which ones I already had and how I can switch things and like make it more appropriate for our conversation for where she's at. I have to be honest. I felt like I was like pulling teeth through the whole interview because I felt like I had to watch what I was saying. But honestly, at the end, what a great interview. Like we were oh, able to talk about so things. Awesome. I love when people, it, 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 it gives you that twist of something new you got to do, something different that's outside the box. And when they do that, you literally hit a point where you're like, oh shit, like how am I going to connect with this person in two minutes to be able to make this show be a good one for one hour? I have to be honest, the universe provides in weird ways. And I'm it grateful. Does. It does. 
I'm telling you, I see, I see miracles. I see miracles every day. This friend of mine that's going through this rough time, she actually said last night, she said, she says, I am manifesting a tattoo. <laughs> and she wrote it down. We're sitting at the coffee shop and one of her friends phoned her out of the blue and told her she actually wanted to come in Friday. She's gifting her a little tattoo. And I said, like, it's not even 24 hours. You wrote it down. It happened. She Out of the blue, just phoned her. She didn't even know that she wanted a tattoo. Nothing. While we're sitting there, she just said, uh, will you please come in? I want to gift you with a small tattoo. And I said, you see, that's how it works. You say it, the universe gives it to you. If you believe it, it happens. It happens. I've seen it happen in my own life. In my own so life. She, she said it and then wrote it down, right? We said it last night. She grounded. She wrote it down. And then while we were having, she actually had to make a decision. She got a message and and, and, and I guided her through how to, 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 to answer the message. And then she, um, right after that, about 10 minutes after that, because it was a difficult uh, situation. She's, she's in a difficult situation. Um, and sometimes people try and help, but they actually don't help. Mm. Um, so I just literally gave her some pointers and 10 minutes after that, this lady phones and says, I want to give you a gift, gift you a tattoo on Friday. And she puts the phone and she says, oh, I manifested a tattoo. I'm like, you see <laughs> why, if you so, can manifest a tattoo, why are you worried about anything else? The universe gives you what you need. I have to be honest. I want a tattoo. I'm manifesting that right now. I want a tattoo. I have a lot of tattoos, but I it's a therapy. I've got quite a bit. I've got this one. So that go one ahead. that one is that one is my friend that passed away. That's his name. Let me go like okay. that. Says Tian. His name was Tian. Tian. Oh, I'm that's pretty. A flower and all that. Yeah. And then that one is my cross that says believe, love, and faith. I love it. And then I've got a, 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 a butterfly on my back with mushrooms, magic mushrooms and everything on my back. And my roots, for my, my roots for my tree of life that I want on my back. And then I've got uh, one in my, did I say grow, in my, in my leg inside and then one on my foot. But everything is plants and flowers and everything. I love it. Oh, I thank you so that. much, Sherry, my friend. Shout out to Alri. Um, she's a little genie. She's got the longest red hair. She's from Irish descent. She's the most gorgeous creature I've ever seen in my life. A amazing goddess, soft heart, and we just empower each other. And she actually braided it while teaching me how to braid my hair because I can't braid my own hair. I can only do one on the side like this. And I told her, I said, I'm turning 40. Um, and, 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 and no one has ever showed me how to braid my hair. I've, they always want to do it for me, but nobody goes and says, let me show you how to do it. So I'm going to practice and then I'll show you guys how it goes. Because she literally showed me a couple of times today how to do it. So I got off the working hamster to do the working hamster wheel to braid my hair on a Thursday, not knowing what day it is. Because I was like, is it Thursday already? <laughs> Jesus, this week has gone past so quickly right this week what? is just flown by all right so wait let's play something your friend manifested a tattoo by friday which is tomorrow and the next well they're it. gonna do the tattoo next friday but she manifested we're not even within 24 hours i amazing amazing um now my next question would be 
what does everybody else want to manifest? What do you want to manifest right now? Write it down. Put it in the comments. Elsa, let, tell me. Put intention in it. The intention is there. Put intention. Said, Words are very powerful. Words are very powerful. I, I once talked to my one friend's little finger. He had to get his finger amputated. What happened is we sat, we, we, he's, a, he's a school friend of mine, and they had a strike, and they had all the, the, the managers and everything had to work in the workshop because the blue-collar guys were striking. So they're not used to the machines and everything. And one of the, another guy was the second one that got hurt, and he phoned me and he says, you won't, uh, you won't guess what happened. He says another guy lost his finger. And I sat, I was sitting on my couch at home and I went like this and I said, but I, I still remember lifting up this pink, this, we call it a pinky, it's like yep. your little finger, this little finger. Yeah, and, 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 okay, pinky. And I was drinking my tea and I still said, please do not cut off your pinky uh, because um, how are you going to drink tea? And he was still laughing and everything. And that was the Thursday and the Friday. I was I on my way that. to a friend and he phoned me and he says, I think something, something bad happened. And I thought he was joking because we spoke about it the day before. And he sent me a photo and one of those machines pulled in his hand and, and crushed and cut his whole, his whole pinky in half. They had to amputate it two weeks later. I felt so bad. And that's when I realized that words are so powerful. So I only send out good blessings to people <laughs> because it's powerful and it shows you. I, 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 still today, I feel bad about his about his hand, his his, his finger, <laughs> like that deal. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that that's okay. One of my good friends got bit somewhere, and every time I go to talk about it, I I start to laugh, and it's not a funny situation, but it's such a funny that situation. I love it that the whole time as well. Exactly. Uh, I love the first manifestation that we got today. The first manifestation okay, coming on is I want to manifest being on Java Delight. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Jessica <laughs> She's like, I didn't expect that at all. That's why I had to. Miracles Are you ready? happen. Miracles it, happen, we, boys and girls. We just witnessed a manifest. Miracles <laughs> 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 happen. Oh, I love it. Now, we are blessed. We want to have it like Allison or Allison. Sherry McQueen is literally saying she wants to manifest my business to help more people. Love that. Love that. Love it, Keep love it up. It, love Believe it. it. Donnell Jackson's manifesting the breakthrough show and he's laughing. It's because of this comment. Because he's done it. Because <laughs> he's, done it. he's like, I know what I want. I want to create a show with my wife. Where am I going to go? I know the breakthrough show. We're going to break through to people. We're going to make relationships. Thank God for TikTok because that's where I met the Jacksons and um, on I their lives. <laughs> yeah. I I've got a very short uh, uh, attention span. So the three-minute videos, I do not watch them. But the short ones, I like them. It gives me snippet of information because I follow the right people. Yeah. So it gives me information and 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 and, and good vibes and everything. But that it, it keeps me happy. Like two, two seconds. Oh, okay, right. I got that. Next, next. <laughs> Less than thirty seconds of twerking, you know, and then you, and then you move on <laughs> oh, with your day. Expert. Uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> My camera doesn't go that low anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't, I don't <laughs> do the twerking. I just joke about it and embarrass my kids. That's the best part. <laughs> so, I wish your kids, I know they're homeschooled, but deep down inside, I wish your kids went to school because I would come down there, hey. connect, no, we connect a blowhorn on top of the car, like a cop car, okay? And then I would just come down and be like, do this, kids, go to school, <laughs> make sure you're attending classes, do this. I know you're all mixed up in there, you're majority of the people walking. There's at least 7,000 of you in this school. It's the biggest classroom in the school in the state. Uh, I love it. Uh, so Stuart, I love this. Stuart says, I want for no person to ever give up on their dreams. While Brian I says he has, it. nope. I have a private manifest request, which I think just is 100%. Uh, if he's wanting it to be private, you're allowed to have it be private. No, and we just want to have it. He must just in his mind oh. put it out there. He doesn't need to tell us. I thought you were like pressuring him. I'm like, damn, Elsa, like don't he do doesn't that. Need to, he doesn't need to say it to us, but he does there is power in saying it out loud. So even if he's like going to a room by himself, he's in his truck by himself. So just say it out loud in the truck. Yes, hundred, hundred, hundred percent. Uh <laughs> Brandon, that is the recent reason children need therapists. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I just I don't have kids. So I have to pick on everybody else's kids and do the things that would embarrass them. So like, I literally am like, I want to wear a dinosaur suit, that blow up thing and walk around like the kid's school and be like, have you seen the big Duguses? Have you seen the big D's? Yes. Yes. Here's a coupon. How much? Jessica, how much can I save? Um, you could say, I'm sure it's over $50. So you could save $10 off your purchase. See, but here's the thing. Uh, Party Wow on Cox Creek in uh, Cox Creek Parkway in Florence, Alabama. Shameless plug for people I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Let's give at least a plug to people you do know. So uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the Jacksons will be on the breakthrough show. <laughs> Congratulations, Donnell and Angelic. You win. You win your very own show on the Breakthrough Show Network. I would suggest you start on September 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I think that would be great. I hope you say yes. I do, too. I really want to see how their relationship blossoms. Yeah, yeah, because when you start doing shows with your partner, which Philip the Big D Dugas has been on Java with me once, um, and there's a reason the once is because it brings your relationship to a whole other level because, yeah, one of us has a filter, the other does not. <laughs> Guess which one's which? You'll never guess. Depends on the day, actually. There are things that I, I can be a little, but anyway. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Um, that Brandon, this is the reason kids need therapists. And then this one is a good one. Brandon, dinosaur in a diaper is this week's OnlyFans of, of Bear Care, Bear Brandon. So I don't know if that's a real OnlyFans or not. And I'm being honest because it it's the same one every single time and i'm starting to think they actually built an only fans of me and i'm like that's kind of cool but what what but what goes on there is it like i don't have that dinosaur blow up thing i want it but i don't have it 
I think me walking around public already in onesies as a 38-year-old man explains why when I walk by schools, teachers are like, uh, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> um, apparently, it was a thing. It says, sorry, this page is not available. The link you followed may be broken or the page may have been removed. So why don't you just be honest with us here, Brandon? <laughs> Where do you think the new subs are coming from? Oh my God! Uh, all right, well, I guess I need to do networking something. Networking is networking. It doesn't matter on what platform. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I'm picturing Jessica being like, all right, Brandon, so you need to go create this. And then I start doing better on OnlyFans than I do on Discord. Because I've already been made fun of for how I do my Discord. I go, Jessica's like, Brandon, what is this? And I'm like, I don't know. Discord told me make a server. And she's like, that's already been done. And I'm like, well, what did it tell me to do it for? I don't know. Why did you do it? I don't know, Jess. Why did I do it? She's like, I felt so embarrassed. And like, luckily, there's only two people in that Discord group, Jessica and my new friend that I don't know his name. So with the combination of both. <laughs> yeah, I keep popping over there accidentally clicking on it as I'm going between my group and the Pokemon group of going and going, what what is he doing over there? And there's nothing. So I, um, I, I went back to your Discord. I went to your server because I that's was the like, way I it should be. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know anything on this. I'm like, hey guys, let's have some fun in here. And then I'm the only one talking to myself. It's like Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so OnlyFans, speaking of OnlyFans, I know somebody over there and um, she's actually going to be on my show tomorrow. I'm sorry. Are you talking about Miss Megan McGlover? Megan McGlover, yes. Oh, Megan. I am sorry. Megan. Okay. I wrote it down wrong. So Megan McGlover is going to be on the breakthrough show tomorrow. Talking about her breakthrough question. Yeah. And I'm asking a legit one. This is not me going pervert. I promise I'm going to make it a joke, even though it's it, it could sound like it's not one. She has an OnlyFans. Is yeah. it one like everybody assumes, like where you pay no. and like a bunch of creepy guys? Okay, good. Thank God. No. Um, she so, does her. So she does a series called Petty Tuesday, um, which I am <laughs> I am here for. Petty Tuesday got me through the whole two months I had COVID. And um, she she's so Megan is a comedic motivator and she's uh, uh, following her calling to be a strong voice in the black community. And um, it was not a calling she wanted. Um, she talks about that in our episode tomorrow that she uh, just doesn't, she, she heard God say to her, you need it. And she was like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to make another phone call here because you got the wrong <laughs> number. <laughs> um, but she, she is very opinionated. She's very, has a very, um, strong voice about a lot of current hot topics, everything from COVID to politics, to Bill Cosby, to the Olympics, to all, she's talked about all of it. Okay. Um, and she, um, has this one series called Petty Tuesday, which is kind of a, uh, no holds barred, um, she gets real petty about things. She talks about this stuff, but she allows herself to get a little, uh, interesting in her, in how interesting. She, and how she expresses everything um and she doesn't hold back i mean she'll she's cussing she's you know being saying the things that a lot of people are thinking but never saying out loud and uh, you know it's just nice for her to be a voice in that way for some of us that are a little like oh damn girl i would never say that out loud shit um but 
she so she decided recently um she's like well if all these people can be showing all their shit on OnlyFans then I can be on OnlyFans and do my Petty Tuesdays so she does Petty Tuesdays on OnlyFans now Petty like Tuesdays on her OnlyFans I yeah. am intrigued so how petty does she get Jessica she she get pretty damn petty <laughs> <laughs> I was like Okay, so I will I will give you one example, and I will not. So don't ask me questions about it in the comments because I'm not going to go that far. These are Megan's opinions, Megan's thoughts. If you want to see the video, it's on her YouTube. So um, she was talking about there was one politician um, up north somewhere. I think it was the mayor of Chicago, but I could be wrong, who said that she refused to take interviews from white reporters. Um, and it was this whole, this whole thing that came out. And when she, <laughs> her Petty Tuesday, she brought up all of these people in BLM, in politics, in all of these different groups who have refused to work with the white community who are also either dating or married to a white person. So she was showing pictures. She had receipts. She had the whole, the whole thing. And I mean, it was unbelievable. Anyway, go find that video on her YouTube. Um, I believe it's youtube.com uh, McGloverful. Oh my gosh, my 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 mouth is dropped because of the fact that like it, so I love that it, it's it's bringing out a stereotype and how people are like creating this and then she's like ah oh, yeah let's get petty on this one of the most recent things I saw on TikTok of all places and it doesn't mean it's a fact but I had to look it up. <laughs> Did you know the organization that picks like? what is going to be FDA approved and all of that, like it helps the FDA go through stuff, is owned by Dr. Fauci's wife. Those are some of the, those are some of the things that Megan talks about. Our, yeah. <laughs> but listen, so I, it was, it was challenging for me. So this is, by the way, the first episode in five seasons that I had to put a disclaimer at the beginning that says, um, we talk about sensitive topics, do viewer discretion advised. I've never had to do that before. Um, because Megan is also getting her doctorate in, um, psychology. She's a therapist. She does a lot of different, she's amazing. Okay. Um, but she's also very, she will kick your ass about and challenge you on everything that you think about anything. And mm -hmm. so I had to put a disclaimer at the beginning and I wanted to, I had to actually hold myself back because there's a lot of topics that I wanted to go down, but I know also in my experience and the reason that I do the show, the way that I do with storytelling is that people don't like to be preached to. People don't want to be told this is the way it is and you're doing it wrong. And that, no, they want to hear a story and feel all warm and fuzzy and then make the decision for themselves and go, oh, I want to change my life too. We, this is fun. So, um, you know, people want to be coddled. Look at, we are simple human beings. We don't want to be preached to. We want to be told a story, tucked into bed, warm cup of milk, you know, whatever, almond milk. And, um, Yes. <laughs> and so it's it was it was difficult for me because I really wanted her to 
um, I wanted to go down the rabbit hole with her and go go through all, all these little things. But I also knew I had to stay true to what my show is about, which is about getting a point across in a way that we can reach everyone and not necessarily be mm -hmm. like, well, <laughs> Um, you may want to unsubscribe because, <laughs> because we're going to go there. Um, but she does touch on a few things. And um, when the unedited version comes out, uh, I had almost two hours of footage that I had to whittle down to 56 minutes. Um, when the unedited version comes out, it is going to come with a bigger disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Capital latest. Yeah. Uh, how bigger disclaimer jessica i can't imagine like all right you we had fun with ours and when i had my interview with you but my thing is like how, is it the political side is it the swearing is it the opinions that are there like what is the disclaimer for because it's the, so the the disclaimer for this episode is because we get into some topics um that are sensitive about abuse so I'll just leave that there Ooh. for that. So that's um, good. Yeah. So that's that's the reason for the disclaimer on this one. Now the disclaimer for the other one will be because of very strong opinions about um, everything from politics to LGBTQ to like just it's a, it's a pretty. It's it's one of those things where it's for me, it's no big deal because I've gotten to the point of where even if I disagree with someone. I, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't take away from the fact that we can have a connection. Your, your opinion is your opinion. Mine's mine. I'm not here for you to change mine and I'm not going to try to change yours. Cause ultimately that's your opinion. Um, yeah. but there's not, you know, not everybody is like that. And we've seen that even more in the last almost two years, a year and a half, two years, um, with everything going on in the world that, you know, there's a lot of this. Well, I mean, I have my opinion, but now I'm gonna. We need to be separate because your opinion differs than mine. So, um, you know, I and and it's and it can be challenging, as you guys know, when you do a show to say this is not the opinion of our network as a whole. This is the opinion of our guest, and asking your audience to have an open mind when they might not. Be, and which right. is their prerogative as well. They have their own their own stuff. So um, I'm I'm very glad that I was able to um, get the get the episode ready for everybody for tomorrow because I really think even even without go, diving completely into the rabbit hole that there's going to be a lot for people to take out of it, which is ultimately going to be a real ass kicking for people because um, she she tells you right out. This is how you change the world. And she's going to give you the answer and you're not going to like it. People don't Ooh. like hearing the truth. <laughs> well, her, her brand new book, that was the other reason she was coming on, is called Stop Lying. Ooh. <laughs> I like that. Um, I'm waiting for my copy. It was on pre-order. I ordered the VIP. I got a T-shirt coming, a signed book, a workbook, the whole, because when I saw this book, I was like, I have to have this. But um, she's going to talk a little bit about the book on the show tomorrow and where it came from and what it's set up like so everybody knows. But um, it, it is good. And it's about the important. We're conditioned to lie from a very young age. Um, yeah. And, and it, it's incredible um, what she's done. And I'm super excited about 
you know, her telling everyone the importance of telling the truth, but at the same token, we have to stop lying at the same time. So I, Elsa, if you have something, jump in, cause I'm going to jump on this one right away. So let okay. me ask you a question on that. And Meg, Megan will have to be the one to answer this probably, but I want your opinions. Are white, little white lies. Okay. Like I'm asking because I personally, I don't like to be like, like I had a situation happen in the last two weeks and I effed up and I had to look at myself and everybody that was close to me was like, just tell everybody this lie about it. It's okay mm -hmm. to have little white lies. And I could not do that like right. at all. And it's like that for me, that little white lie will lead me. Cause then I have to remember that little white lie for later. And then again, and again, and then if they bring it up and I forgot about it, then I have to get myself out of a trouble where they're feeling like I was wrong to them. So for me, I am not about little white lies. I'd rather you be mad at me in that moment and us talk through it. How do you guys feel about little white lies? Like, oh, Elsa, your hair looks wonderful today. It really does, but you get what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I've, I've got this philosophy. I don't lie to people because I'm not scared of people. I think you lie to people when you're scared of their reaction, when you stand up for yourself or when you make a decision for yourself. And if I make a decision for myself, I'm going to tell you the truth about it. I will not lie about it because I'm not scared of your reaction. So, and I, and I hate when people lie to me because if I ask you a question and it's got nothing to do with me, just tell me it's got nothing to do with you. Don't lie to me. So I don't like when people poke around and ask me questions that of stuff that's got nothing to do with them. So I don't lie to them. I'll just tell them it's got nothing to do with you because I don't like when people lie to me. So I don't lie to them. That's the question. And you brought up a good point, Ilza, is why are you lying? Um, and a lot of times it is because of fear. A lot of times it is because of, you know, you're afraid of an, a reaction. You're afraid of a person. You've been hurt before. And so now you're afraid of being hurt again, or you're afraid of hurting the other person. You could, lies happen. Lies aren't always, I think this is a big misconception. Lies don't always happen because of a malicious intent. There are lies that happen because you have someone's best interest and you're afraid of hurting them or you're afraid. But but ultimately, I mean, we're we're trying to internalize somebody else's journey, somebody else's outcome, somebody else's involved, you know, involvement in life. Well, the reaction, the reaction right. to whatever's happening. And we have to stop taking on their that's their stuff. And as much as it might hurt us to see somebody else we know and love being hurt, that's that's still their journey to go through. And I know that that is a really hard thing for us as humans to grasp, especially those of us who are empaths or super empathetic people to watch somebody else hurt. We don't want to be hurt too in the process. So, but, but it's, it's difficult. And I want to use um, what Sherry said as an example, and I want her where she said to each their own. Um, I'm not calling out Sherry, but I want to use this as an example. So someone gives their opinion and we oftentimes will say things like that. We'll say to each their own or, yeah, I don't care. Or just because we're trying to spare their feelings on the fact that, yeah, I actually do care about that. And I don't agree with you at all. Um, and that has not been my experience and all of that. So we say things like that in the South. We say things like, bless your heart. Um, you know, we say, <laughs> we say that's, that's things. That's a beautiful 
that don't actually mean that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it means something that I'm not going to say on air because I'm not ready to use my F word yet. I'm so use mine, use mine. <laughs> no, because you'll use yours later too. Right, and 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 I think it does us a little bit of a disservice to continue to say things like "I don't care," um, "That's your opinion," "It's no big deal." Yes, it's your opinion, but my opinion matters too, and I do actually care. And if we stop taking freaking offense to every time someone else has a different opinion then we can have a conversation where we each have an opinion and we don't have to worry about it. Like it, it's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> what did I miss? The comment from uh, Twitch. <laughs> I didn't even see it. Like it just came on my, like what the, I'm going to say it. It means you poopy doo doo head. It, it does. It, might mean something like that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, so it's, it, I think that the the conversation that we're having on the Breakthrough Show tomorrow is a needed one. It, it, most people know that it's very rare that I have someone do a whole episode. Usually it's segmented with entertainers and different things like that. Megan is the entire hour. You're going to love her. And, by, and if you don't uh, get the stop lying book by the end of the show, then I just don't know if we can continue this. <laughs> Jessica, you have about 5,000 kids right now. And 952. 952. Yep, cool. Just making sure our math made the same. So with that, kids start at young ages. They, they Like you said, they're ingrained in lying and, to, and all that. How do you make sure your kids know how important it is to tell the truth? I don't have kids. So I'm asking this to both of you guys, Ilsa with her three kids, Jessica with her 855 now. So like, uh, what would you guys, like, how do you make sure you emphasize sticking in the truth and getting it out there, even if it hurts someone? First of all, why do, why do kids lie to their parents? It's because, again, they're afraid of the reaction they're going to get if they speak the truth. If they tell you what happened, they know what's going to upset you. So changing the way you react when your kids tell you something, that will, will, will already show them that it doesn't matter what somebody else tells you, it's how you react to that. So if you, you react in a truthful way to your kids when they ask you something, like for instance, say you're going through a divorce, it's not, uh, you can't lie to the kids. Be honest to, with them and, and, and tell them what's going on. Um, when you start lying to kids and, 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 and that's when you have to keep up the lie and where it gets difficult. And I mean, they, they deserve the truth just as much as you deserve the truth, but you can't react again to something that they tell you because you do not know mm. what headspace they were in or what happened. Yep. In, I agree. When, when, when whatever happened. So that is very is important. It, is it okay at a young age to lie to your kids about something? Like if it's going to hurt them, like, I'm trying to think of a good a good reason to lie to your kid, but I don't have one in me. Santa. Uh, Sa oh, beautiful. Santa. Um, oh, I almost went down a, a bad comment. I almost made a bad one. Um, Santa, the Easter Bunny. Like, there's so many more. And I just want to make sure that, like, how is that an appropriate <laughs> omission? Why? omission, lie, things like that. Like, is that okay? And why is that okay? And others aren't. 
Do you get where I'm going? It's okay to a point to try and try and, and, and explain something there. Yes, there's a Santa or whatever, but, but try and explain the meaning behind Santa. I think if you give them more options and, and explain to them, because kids are clever. You think kids are stupid. They're not stupid. They know exactly what's no. going on. You just need to confirm it to them. I mean, somewhere along the line, they're going to like, okay, this dude is not bringing, bringing any gifts through my chimney. <laughs> Um, it got really interesting for us last year because um, my dad is Santa. Um, and a lot of people didn't know that. I, I did, a lot of people didn't know that, that my dad is Santa. And um, my dad came to visit. Uh, my youngest children had met him for the first time in person because um, it had been a long time since we had seen him. And it was right before Christmas. And Santa came here with his beard and presents and but in normal clothes because he obviously wasn't working and um, and it was magical for them. And so I think when we're talking about things like that, we have to we have to make the decision that um, uh, what's the intent behind it. Um, and and also um, as far as like the lying in our house that that's a pretty big deal um in our home with the lying because i think it, in addition to what elsa said about us um you know us being more mindful as parents we also have to teach our children about assumptions so what what it's doing we know what assume means it makes an ass out of you and me right a-s-s-u-m-e so oh uh, that's what it is sorry <laughs> so we know about assumptions and when when the when our children assume that um we are going to react a certain way because we had reacted that way before because we um because they had seen somebody else's parents react that way because they haven't yet comes to grip with what they're about to share that they're afraid because of that that it's not not a hundred percent of the responsibility is on the parent, I think we also need to teach our kids about assumptions and that that's really important. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So when is, so Megan's on and you're going to be diving into truth telling, you're going to yeah. be diving into petty Tuesday. You're going to be hitting a lot of sensitive topics, but at the end of the day, you're going to be about why telling the truth is so essential, even if it freaking hurts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had somebody tell you a truth that hurts that later comes back and says that you go back and realize, wow, they really didn't mean anything. And I use that as an example because there's someone I'm having discussions with right now. And they sent me a message that was a voice message I got this morning, being very open, genuine and raw with me about their what their heart is on their heart but they wanted to tell me the truth without me taking it personally. And I have to be honest, that was one of the most, I, I listened to this message while I was like getting ready this morning in the shower and I'm shaving my head and I saw who it came from. And I'm like, I hope they're not yelling at me. And then it was the exact opposite. And it was the greatest feeling because they set a boundary with truth. So it didn't hurt. It made me realize where I need to fix some things and where I've hurt them. And I broke their trust. So right. for me, I think there's times when 
that truth is needed and we have to look in the mirror. And luckily I was in the shower. So all I had to do was go like that and look in the mirror. But <laughs> delivery, <laughs> delivery, 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 delivery. I am not always, um, especially in the heat of the moment, my face says a lot. My tone of voice oh, can you. say a lot, but I, I, I assure, um, I assure everyone that my heart and my intention is always pure. Um, I, I have, and, and I've been very open about this on my own network, my own shows over the years, that I want to just see a world of shiny, happy people. And sometimes that means that I have high expectations for others. Um, I think it's BS when people say they don't have any expectations of other people. Um, so, you know, the of others of ourselves expectations of ourselves um and and so i can i i have to always think about instead of me i i used to pick on myself for my delivery all the time of going well she somebody's gonna take that wrong and then it just goes down this rabbit hole of being mean to myself which i don't want to go down either so i just allow myself to deliver a message now and then i will say you know i just want you to know that this is about me this mm -hmm. is about this is I, you are on your own path, your own journey and all of that. This is about me, my boundaries, what I need to do in my life. And, and, um, ultimately if we're both doing in a party, we're both doing what is best for us, then it's, then the relationship is going to, it's going to be fine. Um, but I think there's something to be said for delivery. There's something to be said for saying, I'm sorry for expressing yourself for saying, you know, I, I, have to say this with a firm tone because it's something that's important to me. However, I love you and I appreciate you and you, you mean something to me. So continue the conversation and watch how, I mean, you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be cursing and everything, carry on and be unprofessional and just ugly. You just don't have to do that. I a hundred percent agree. Uh, Jessica, can I ask a question? Sure. How are you this talented that you're literally, I saw your hands as you're talking and then this came on the screen. Yeah. I was like, how did she do that? And then you I, stopped I believe that that is it's, it either has to be a child on the other computer or the Jacksons because the Jacksons are able to be in there to broadcast their show. So I'm assuming that it's either yeah. one of them. I loved it, their, the reaction. So um, my thing, I love what you say is it is about the delivery. It's about how you say it. And then it's understanding. So Elsa and I could pick on each other. Okay. And we, if I make a joke that crosses a line with Elsa, she will tell me later about it. Now, Jessica, I'm going to pick on you for a second. Yeah. I watched your an interview you did this week and you just made the comment about how you don't really hide your facial features. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, did I have fun watching your interview this week with that guy live? <laughs> like I'm watching and he's like this the whole interview. And then he looks up and then he's down. Then he's up, then he's down. And I'm watching Jessica's face go. <laughs> I was like, she's doing, you had the most like, just look me in the eyes. Just there it is. There's what we were waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> but you nailed the interview still, but it was so much fun because 
without knowing you, it looked like you were being polite. Knowing you, I'm like, I oh, me and Jeff go go and and Jeff. To, oh. So I was on uh, Make Every Second Count with Jeff Jeff Marconet Jr. and Jeff had a. If you guys remember him, if you watched him earlier in the season, he was in a car accident, um, got hit by a semi when he was 17, um, and was in a coma for two months. So he has a traumatic brain injury, and that's why that's why he physically does the things he yeah. does and so when you see when you know this goes back to the assumption conversation bingo i did it on you- purpose because i listened and i knew this could come back on me so please know i set this up as a chessboard for you to beat me go when ahead you know <laughs> when you know checkmate when you know <laughs> that um, <laughs> when you know what someone's but this is goes to the importance of communication and delivery and all of that because if you don't know what Jeff has been through, it's easy to go, oh, he looked bored the whole interview. Like, no, that's just, he he has a traumatic brain injury. It's how he responds. And so when we don't have these conversations, I think as long as you're having conversations, you're fine. And the reason why I say delivery is important, but don't allow that to be your focus is because of the fact that no matter how you deliver it, people are going to take it whatever the hell way they want. I have yes. said things coated in sugar and wrapped in a nice package and people People still run with it. So it's like you can only do the best as long as you're doing the best you can do with delivering information and you're not being purposely an ass, then I mean, you're doing the best you can do. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. Now, Jessica, we also, I want to do a quick push. Kevin Kylie is up for, mm. oh my God, I love the smile. She switched it so fast. Jessica, tell us who Kevin Kylie is and why the hell we all need to be voting. I vote every day for him because yes. I honestly want to see him win so I could say, I know someone that knows him. <laughs> Yes, I put the link in private chat for you so you can post it for everybody. So Kevin Kylie is my best friend in my head. And well, <laughs> he's amazing. Um, I met him on accident uh, last year in the quarantine karaoke book uh, page on Facebook. And he sang and I was like, oh, my God, he's an amazing singer. And he's from Connecticut, which I'm from Connecticut. So I we just had this great connection from from the beginning. And he came on the breakthrough show and then came on the breakthrough show again, then came on the breakthrough show again, and then said, well, I'll do throwback Thursday with you. And then somehow I became his unofficial assistant. And we, so all of this stuff has gone on. Kevin Kylie has is up to become the headliner at the Hollywood bowl for the Odyssey annual concert in October. And he is, um, if you go to that link right now, he is currently first in his group, as you can see. So basically it goes through rounds, but you can go to that link and vote for him every single day. You get one vote. It has you connect with your Facebook. You vote. You you get your vote across. And then after, I think, 12 hours is what it says right now. Um, this is for the top 10. And then uh, it'll go to the next round right now. He's first, as you can see, in his group. Um, so this will continue. And if he wins, he gets $10,000 to help him forward his music career and gets to be the opener. Last year, it had like Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, like really big names. Okay, so I there's there's my Kevin. Um, He's fantastic. And he I can tell you guys from behind the scenes, he is. um, Does he need more cowbell? I just noticed that. That's my favorite thing. Um, He he I miss that. 
It says, does Kevin Kylie need more cowbell? You didn't see that? No, where did it see that? say that? Right above his picture. No way. Oh my God, it does. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I totally didn't even catch that. You said it. And I'm like, did somebody write that in the comments? So I went right back to the comments. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jess. He is the sweetest person. He is every, I agree. Kevin needs more cowbell. That's why you should vote for Kevin. Um, he is the sweetest person. He, it, I, you guys have to understand with a, with a musician that is working full time, trying to get their music out there. Um, he had COVID in the midst of all this, like he has had so much stuff going on and you, it, the starving artist thing is a real thing um, because you have a choice. Like when you're working full time, do I pay my bills or do I pay for the production of a new song or a music video or something like that? Um, mm -hmm. But he's amazing. Please vote for him because I just want the 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 best for him. He's incredible. Uh, Mandy Atterbury, we hope you have a great day. We saw all your comments today. Jessica's punching her microphone. She's so mad you're leaving. She's like, get out of here, bam. But we are grateful you came by, Mandy. I know you're going through a lot. Believe in yourself. Take the time to manifest what you want and believe it's going to happen. It's going Listen to the song Just Fine by Olivia Ambani. She's one of my my friends as well. Listen to that song Just Fine and it'll it'll help your day. Uh, I would like to point out if you call, if you dial 256-685-7092 right now, you will be able to join Jessica's text line. And Kevin Kylie not only says hi to you on there, he usually, ooh, and if you do it right now, you're going to watch Jessica Duke is freak out with her phone vibrating all day. So guys, do us a favor, text 256-685-7092 in U.S., Canada, or Puerto Rico, not in Mexico, because Fernando, she didn't like. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I love Fernando. But they can join my Discord if they would like to do that. 100%. Now, Jessica, before we get ready to kick you out, because, you know, we're going too soon, uh, the thing is, you have the I'm. You can hang out. Uh, do you want to... I actually know the two of you are going to have fun with this because oh, yeah. our interview today is Mr. Troy Aiken. He mm -hmm. is not. So here, I'm going to give you what I know about him. And then I'm going to give not you what Troy I, Aikman. Don't not, confuse the two. <laughs> even though he is with Echo Sports, Troy Aikman is not. But Troy yes. Aiken is. Yes. And he. don't worry. He was just as famous of a quarterback. We just don't know for what team. Um, so the thing is, guys, Troy actually is the founder of the Echo Sports. He was an NCAA tennis player and has a passion for health and marketing. He turned ready for this. Watch Jessica smile, everybody. He turned vegan for health reasons in 2019. I see you. He was playing, <laughs> he was playing golf with another vegan friend one day and asked if his golf glove was vegan. He didn't even think about the fact that sports products could be vegan. After going down the rabbit hole, just about every sports use of animal products, mainly including leather for balls, but even tennis uses sheepskin in the tennis balls. Not to mention most of these products you cannot recycle or are not biodegrade biodegradable. He sought to change that. In November 2021, Echo Sports is releasing eco-friendly sporting goods. He will continue to add more products each quarter so that we can be he can be at a sporting good store to A, help save the planet, 
B, have a non-animal product option, and C, exceed the quality and durability of sporting goods currently out there. Guys, this is going to be an absolutely amazing interview. Uh, tr Troy Aiken. Like, again, Aiken. But that's, it's A-K-I-N. We're so close. Aiken. Aiken. He's going to be on here. He's in the back laughing at how much I'm messing this up. I'm so grateful he's laughing. Because if he got mad, I'd be like, oh, Jessica, do you want to stay? Do the <laughs> vegan thing and connect with him for me, please? So, guys, Jessica Dugas, he is going to be talking vegan. You and I had a quick conversation in the background about Plant Party of Eight. Yeah. And you wanted me to make sure I brought it up. I know there's not much time, but I wanted to make sure I brought it up so you could talk about it. So that's just my, that's a page that I had a long time ago, because even after four years of being vegan, I still have friends and family that think I only eat lettuce. So I thought I would just post my, post my or grass, whatever they, their thought is at the moment. Um, and I wanted to just share my food, that it's normal food that everybody eats and it's not anything weird. And um, so started to share that on there. So it's Plant Party of Eight on Instagram. And the little quick story I wanted to share is how possible it is to change the world. And you don't have to, as we're talking about telling our truth and not lying and all of the things that we've been talking about today. Mm -hmm. We bought a long story short, we bought a barbecue sauce that we just loved. Um, and I really try hard when I, we're making a recipe to tag the different product pages that we use on Instagram. And this is a small batch company called uh, Gourmet Warehouse. They're out of Hilton Head, South Carolina. And I tagged them. I went to go tag them, but then looked at their page and their hashtag said meets best friend. And so I, when I tagged them, I said, well, meets best friend. This is my best friend. This sauce is amazing at clean ingredients, like super tasty. And um, I didn't expect anything out of that. They commented and they said, well, how about we can be meat's best friend and vegan's best friend. And I said, I don't know, change the hashtag in your bio and we'll talk about it. And I was just joking. And they went and put vegan's best friend in their hashtag, in their bio on Instagram. And now we've ha we've got this whole banter going back and forth between Plant Party of Eight and uh, Gourmet Warehouse. And I, I was just, this is how it's done. I could have easily been the vegan that said, well, meat is not good. And, blah, blah, blah. and they could have been like, well, you're not our target audience. And we could have both been in our own BS, but we both were in our truth. We met in the middle and now their page says vegan's best friend. Do you guys hear that? Hey. Do you guys hear that? I think we need to get another vegan on here for another opinion. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Tell Jessica you love her. Thank her for coming by. Jessica, I didn't do the theme music for you at the beginning. I know. Are, I, but that's because I'm going to do it now. I'm going okay. to, and then Troy's going to be here after that. Maybe he's okay. got a breakthrough for us. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jessica, for coming on, bringing the light Bye, of the guys. day and starting us. Thank you, guys. Every time I dance to that in the background, Troy, I hope you're ready to dance with me next time. <laughs> Great intro. I will, I will definitely dance with you next time. I love it. Now, Troy, how annoying is it that your name is so close to Troy Aikman? Did, it, did you've heard that joke your whole life and now you like hate him? Yeah, absolutely. No. So I get it all the time and I 
did, I didn't like it at first, but now it's a super memorable way for people to remember me. So I think it as a blessing. And he's a three-time champion, all-star. He's a phenomenal quarterback. So it's not bad to be in the same breath as Troy Aikman. That's not true. everybody, because I don't know who he is. <laughs> She's in South well, Africa. Yeah, so. you're, you're a different kind of football over there. <laughs> we've, got See? we've got rugby. We've got rugby. Yeah. Do yeah. you have vegan rugby balls, though? No, that was actually one of the balls we've tested is a rugby ball. So that is potentially in the, pro uh, in the production line. However, just looking at volume, especially in the United States, rugby isn't mm. uh, a super high demand sport. So... We'll, we'll so, keep that on the back burner, but we have tested one out. Oh, wow. Troy who? Troy Aiken. Like, so, Troy, I have so many things running through my head. The first thing I want to ask is, oh, my God, how old are you? You have a baby face. Yeah. How can you be so young <laughs> and already such a stud with, like, everything you're doing? Yeah, I was thinking of if I should shave or not, but I am 29 years old. So uh, you're uh, 29. I was I'm, like, he's 21 at oldest. Sorry, yeah. like, oh, you do have a baby face. I'm jealous. Yeah, yeah. So I'll uh, I'll take that as a compliment as well. Um, but yeah, 29. Perfect. So I've been through uh, a lot in my you know life. I've gone through a bunch of different business adventures, and uh, I finally found something that. It's something I'm passionate about, something I care about, and something I enjoy doing. So it's I'm loving where I'm at right now. I love it. Vegan I love diet, it. So, baby face. <laughs> Did you see yeah. that? Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the vegan diet that does this. I look like I was 35 two years ago. <laughs> now, wait. Let's dive down that path for a second. Why did you decide to go vegan? Like, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've always been interested in health and kind of the gluten-free route. I wasn't necessarily gluten-free, but just like I know that there are other ways to be healthier and my back was always sore. And being an athlete, like you're just sore all the time and just you get over being sore. Like you're told to just learn to love being sore because that's how it is. But like it sucks. And like taking ice, bath, ice baths and doing the stim and different therapies. And so I just read this article on Facebook randomly, just sitting on my couch one day, like how great veganism is for your, or more of a plant-based diet. Um, and so I just tried doing it three days a week and I loved it for three to five months. Then I went five days, Monday through Friday. And then there was one time I went on this, just like had friends in town, family in town. And between all the burgers and beers that we had, I just felt so horrible that I was like, I'm going full-time vegan. And that was two years ago. And I've, I've felt so amazing. I sleep better. I wake up better. So like Jessica was actually spitting a lot of fire earlier, but like not to try and tell you what's right and wrong, but like, that's just how I felt. So I'm going to keep going. Hey, there she is. Um, <laughs> I, I knew she wasn't going anywhere when I read your bio. I, <laughs> she's going to be here ready to talk vegan with you. I, my biggest question, and this is the one I guarantee you get the most, and then we'll dive into all the sports stuff. Cause I know Jess, mm -hmm. she wasn't going anywhere. I was yeah. hiding her in the back though. She was ready to come back. She'll give me the middle finger when she's ready to go home. You know? <laughs> And you get an F word, by the way. Everybody gets one. So if you choose to use it, have some fun, but use it wisely. Know that we might cheer and the audience might cheer because we love to see people's reaction when they get it. But what was the hardest thing for you to give up going vegan? Uh, fish. I, I loved any type of fish. Um, yeah, it's like crab, lobster, just salmon, shrimp. I would. That was... Yeah, so I wasn't the biggest red meat person. I mean, I had chicken and rice every night for dinner. So chicken was just a staple, but not like I loved chicken. Um, 
but so fish is definitely the hardest to give up. I had not yet met another vegan who that was my thing too was was seafood because my dad was a fisherman and my grandpa was a fisherman and I grew up on the water in New England and so that was just a way of life up there. I had not everybody else mm -hmm. says like cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine would cheese. also mine would be red meat. Mine would be red meat and cheese as well. Yeah. See, well, because in South mm -hmm. Africa we bry and they 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 heavy meat eaters south africa is very very big on meat yeah now do you, being seafood are you on a coast where you get a lot of seafood yeah i mean I've, i grew up in san francisco i live in los angeles so we definitely have i mean i missed the come visit home in san francisco and don't have clam chowder bowls anymore uh right so that's, i love that's, san francisco mm, yeah i love san francisco one of my favorite cities in the country yeah. um so what got you into wanting to do vegan products like this? This is, I love it because it's so different. You're outside the box. You're young and bringing something new. You and I are going to have so much fun with this conversation. I'm going to have to mute myself. So everybody else, ha, look at this. They already know me in the audience. B is going to try to move in with you. You better watch out. <laughs> yeah. I will. I'm already heading out there, Troy. I hope you're ready. I'm moving in. But what made you get into this and how can we as individuals be able to support you to spread this awareness? Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. And thanks so much for providing a platform to be able to share this. Um, so I so I have always had kind of an entrepreneurial mindset. I mean, I sold candy in high school. I'd bring just a bag around and sell a bag of Skittles for a dollar. Like uh, I got my real estate license and just, but hard hard person to person selling wasn't my Forte. I always enjoyed marketing and I have a SEO background, search engine optimization. So kind of the digital online marketing, social media, that type of stuff. And so I ended up selling tennis equipment because I am a tennis player and I just knew it and it was relatively affordable to get started in that industry. And then as I, this was kind of as I was just turning vegan, so I didn't know much about the vegan world yet. And like you said in the intro, one of my friends was like, oh, like, is your product vegan or is your golf club vegan? And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Is your golf club made out of leather? Because it's obviously an animal byproduct. And I was like, I have, I have no idea. It doesn't say on the club made of cow skin. So I just assumed it was just a piece of cloth. I don't, I don't know. And so I started looking at my tennis products and realized that those were technically vegan. They're made out of leathers. Leather, but this PU leather isn't a biodegradable, recyclable, it's toxic to make, it's it's bad for the environment. And since generally, if you're on a plant-based diet, I guess you don't care so much about the environment, but generally vegans do care about the environment and everything. And so I realized that that's not where I wanted, I didn't want to keep adding to the negative effects of the world that it's going on right now. And so I kept looking for this material that I could use on other sporting good products. And I came across, it's called TPU. It's thermoplastic polyurethane. So it's like a similar principle of polyurethane, but it's biodegradable. It's recyclable. It's less toxic to make. So it has all these great properties to it. And it's just as good as the other fake leathers and as regular leather. And so once I came across that, I was able to work with a manufacturer that could meet all my needs for all the different sporting equipment I want to do. And we got the ball running. Your, your products that's made out of the, 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 um, TPU. the eco, 
Yes, yes. Um, mm -hmm. Are they the same specific dimensions and everything and the weight, everything the same as as, as the, the normal balls with the leather and everything? Yeah, so the, they're they're all the same. I mean, I've tested them. I, I mean, I played high school basketball. College tennis was my thing. But I grew up playing baseball, playing soccer, everything. But I know a lot of other college athletes. So I've had them test it. And I've had a lot of high-level athletes testing all the equipment. And so far, we've gotten really good feedback. But we're all, we are able to make, you know, men's basketball, women's basketball, kids' basketball. And it's all the, the same, same. I mean, I played pickup basketball with it with, you know, six other guys. And they just – they had no idea that it was a different basketball. They just thought it was a regular basketball that they were playing with. <laughs> Brandon's on mute. I, I'm on mute, but I'm sitting here going, who's going next now? I don't know. Jessica is. Love I, I reaction. Interrupt, I interrupt everybody as well. <laughs> I just, I'm up. I love, I, I go, all right, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. And mm -hmm. I go and I will go play ball. That is my, that is my outlet. I love to be outside. I love to go play street balls. Weird as that sounds. I go to the hood and I get my ass kicked because I'm an old white guy, but they okay. like that. I'm not afraid to talk some crap. Now, I see her laughing and I get distracted. <laughs> now, with that being said, Troy, if nobody's noticing the difference, is there a price difference? Is there a manufacturing change? Is it like, like if I went on your website right now, all right, and I order a basketball, is it going to have anything different like the length of how long it, it lasts to the price point to the, you tell me. Yeah, no, the, we're, we're priced super competitively. We won't be uh, top of the market. We'll be, I think we're around, it, it, ranging anywhere from $30 to $40 for, hey, there's the website, uh, anywhere from $30 to $50, depending on the sporting ball that you want to use. Um, and yeah, it's it's going to last. It's super, it's super durable material. Uh, so it's not like if you just leave it sitting in your lawn for a year, it's going to just melt into the lawn. Like it's still needs to be recycled and let allowed to biodegrade. Um, but with that said, yeah, it's, it's super durable and it doesn't, you know, it, it has, it's water resistant, it's scuff resistant, all those type of things that you would find in a typical high quality sporting good. How do you, I know that you've got some different products on your site now. Um, have you done, and I didn't see it scroll by, so this is why I'm asking, have you done a football yet? And and is that, if not, is that on your, on a list of goals for you? Yeah. So if you look at the top bar menu, we we were planning on starting with footballs, um, but we had a little production problem with them. So they're just a little delayed. Um, so currently right now we are in production on basketball, soccer balls, and volleyballs. And then footballs are next. And baseball gloves are also next as well too my my kind of follow-up question to that is so you you have this idea to come out with all of these things and it's it sounds like a great idea in your circle of people that you know people that might be a little more self um aware environmentally aware but do you do you what do you foresee it would be the biggest challenge in like say getting the nba to adopt this or the nfl to adopt the footballs or something like that yeah, uh, it's, it's a great question. I, I get that asked a lot. And I think one of the biggest factors is just the quality of the product. I mean, mm -hmm. if it's not up to the NBA standards, then of course, why are they going to use it? But if it's, 
a similar price and a similar quality, why wouldn't you go with the option that is eco-friendly and gives back on, I mean, every purchase gives back 10% to a charity. There's eight different charities that you get to choose from when you purchase. So why, so, so it's a, I think it's a quality issue, which I think we meet. Um, so de definitely it's, the it's NBA. It seems like a no brainer, though, because you have teams like, for example, the Tennessee Titans that they, the entire team went vegan for a little while. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they're all still vegan or not, but, um, you know, d it seems like people in sports, you had Tom Brady promoting, um, you know, plant based for a long time as well. So it seems like everybody in this, the professional sports realm is becoming more aware about the importance of the diet. So it you it seems to me like you've got a great position to go hey, I was that too. And then I didn't realize, oh, the stuff I'm using isn't exactly vegan. So it's great that you've got that story to kind of go in and meet them where they're at as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I'm sorry, I, I just have to ask, have you found a sport that you think it's going to be able to break through first, like tennis, tennis rackets to golf, soccer, things like that, where you could see this being the breakthrough one that helps you get to it. It's breakthrough Thursday. So I want you to manifest it on air for everybody. Hey, I, I like basketball a lot because Chris Paul is a strong vegan who was an MVP candidate in the NBA finals. So he'd be such a great person to, obviously he does million dollar state farm commercials and he's a big goal and target, but he's somebody that we think would be a great promoter of a veganism and of the sport. Uh, Diana Taurasi has been vegan for a while. She's a multi gold medal champion, NBA champion. Um, so that's been great. Alex Morgan on the soccer front has been vegan since 2017 and credits her diet for her, a lot of her success. Um, so I, I also personally like basketball the best, maybe just personally out of those sports. So maybe I want to see that one succeed. Uh, the vegan tennis balls are just not up to quality. And, and as someone that opens a new can of tennis balls every time, because I play at a high level and you kind of want a similar ball opposed to a dead ball. And, and I just can't find a ball that meets up with, you know, the Wilson and the Penn balls. So tennis is a little further away. You are on TikTok and you are a social media consultant as well. I saw on your LinkedIn page. What? Yeah, so I, I, go ahead. No, 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 no. Talk, it's fine. Yeah, so when, so when I, when I first moved to LA out of college, um, I got into the entertainment world wanting to be an actor, an influencer, a model, kind of all those types of things. Um, and it was an incredible run and I learned how to get out of my shell. I mean, having this conversation between all the auditions and acting practice is, is so grateful. I'm so grateful for all the experiences of it, but it's just such a dog eat dog world. And everyone's trying to, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, it's what you are, whatever the question is, or, you know, they don't care about your personality. How can you help them? Um, so for a while I got really deep into social media and I learned how to grow followings. And I use that as a way to supplement my income was to be a consultant and help other people with their social medias and generate business through Instagram. Um, so it was a way to live in Los Angeles for a while. 
there's a reason why I asked you. Can you maybe give because we also want to 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 up our sus- subscribers and 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 reach the right. Do you have some pointers that you can maybe give us all three of us because we all have websites and and products and everything. So just one or two pointers to help us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so one of the one of the big things that I found that really helped grow me was well, you need you need eyes on your site. So how do you get eyes on your site? And through Instagram, one of the ways to do that is, and maybe you guys do this a little bit, but is you kind of have to go to them first. So whether you're sending them a direct message or you're liking one of their pictures, then they see they'll see Java Delight likes my picture. Who's Java Delight? They come to your profile, and hopefully you have content that's relevant to them and they like your stuff and that they start liking your stuff they start following you even if they see your product and they like your product they don't have to follow you but then you get another eye on your product and then also a a tool that i really liked was kind of the automatic direct message and so every time you got a new follower a new subscriber it would send them a personal a custom a personalized automatic message but it would point them somewhere you could put a link in it you could put a picture in it and so i would drive people to my website and i got some clients through doing that um and so i'm hoping also to do that with eco sports and then collaborating is that all just another biggest biggest way to do that is finding <laughs> other people in your market and work with them and have them put your name in there I love that. Sorry, I was looking to see if Jessica unmuted so I knew it was my turn or not. She and I were making we were having a staring contest. What has been some of the biggest challenges that you've had that I see you there, Jess? I was I was watching. Uh, what are some of the biggest challenges you've had being that this is like it, it's a newer industry. People are taking notice of this, but from production of non-vegan things to breaking out and getting the bigger guys to actually catch you. Is it what has been some of your biggest challenges that you've overcome? And as Troy Aiken, not Troy Aikman, you're you're winning your the the bowls of life and all that. Like, what have you done to push through? Um, yeah, well, I guess a lot of challenges. But are you are you talking more just like my time in college in LA, and or are you talking specifically ego sports? So I actually want to do both. And I want to know because you were in college in LA. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. We have snow. We have all four seasons, even though it doesn't feel like it because of construction season. But with that, you're in college playing tennis. So like you said, you open it up and all that. You have this genius idea of going vegan with it. All of it goes together. How has Troy pushed through in the college years to then see this business attribute and what challenges has the business had being a vegan business? Yeah, well, I guess some of the challenges I had just during college was I also worked during college. So I had to balance working and school and being an athlete. So that was challenging. Uh, I was always relatively skinny for my whole life. So playing tennis is obviously not a contact sport and not quote unquote, a physical sport, but it's pretty demanding on the body. I mean, it's two, it's hard steps. You're swinging out of your, you're throwing your shoulder out of its socket every serve. So it's pretty tough on the body. And I just, I had injuries all the time. I was in the training room after and before every practice. So I had tennis elbow, you know, I had torn biceps, you know, going into playoffs of tennis and you just play through that. So dealing with injury, you learn how to deal with adversity and just go through tough times, um, which I think led to 
be trying to be an actor and getting rejected every week of my life and being like my brother is a really good salesman and he's rejected every single day, four times a day on, you know, phone calls or whatever. So like they go through rejection a lot, but I'm being so vulnerable and personable in front of four strangers that I have no idea that could potentially change my life. And that's like tough to, to do all the time. So you, you know, you kind of get used to rejection and, you know, you go be super vulnerable and then you have to move on. And as if, you know, your normal day continues and I actually booked a Hulu pilot that if that had gone, it would have been kind of one of the most life-changing things of my life. And it didn't get picked up. So it was back to the grind. I was back to square one and and just then all over again. You know, you get to third, fourth round of auditions. You get callbacks. You're in producer sessions. You're going to the studios. And then you get no. And after, you know, five years of that, of being close so many times, it's just like, is this what I, you're Jessica, you're talking about like being a starving actor. And is that what you want to be and do? And so that was like, I want to find something that I can still maybe go on audition. Like I still have an agency still sends me out, but I'm not in acting class every single day. And I'm not like, I can go to an audition and know that I have something that I'm also passionate about on the side. So it's become a really great, like now, now acting is happy and it's fun and it's something that I enjoy. It's a creative outlet where in the past it was, I need to book this to pay rent. I need to book this for my career. I need like, there's just so much like, it's tough to perform at your best when you're tight. Um, and so then going through starting to sell tennis equipment, um, I actually, so I sell on Amazon a little bit on my website through the tennis stuff, but I want to kind of get out of that because it's not eco-friendly. And so I'm transitioning more to eco sports. And I had a customer that gave me that was like, Hey, I never received my product. And it was on Amazon. So I was like, yeah, sure. Here's, you can't give a free coupon on Amazon. So I tried to give him a 99% off coupon. And so I sent him the coupon and I woke up the next morning. Little did I know that the coupon was for the whole world. So my entire inventory was gone. It was sold when I woke up at 8 AM on a Saturday. And I was like, uh, did I just sell out or what just happened? Like I, I had a thought of maybe somebody just bought all my product because they liked it so much. It, it was the 99% coupon. So I went to Amazon and they canceled 70% of the orders, but some of them had already gone through, so they couldn't do anything about it. So like I had, you know, I was out like $2,000 that day. And however, because I had so many sales that day, I skyrocketed to the top of the listing on Amazon and then the next three months were my best months ever on Amazon. And so it was like a super blessing in disguise. I got back most of the inventory, but it was, so that was like, I had a whole stressful week of like, I just lost $2,000. And then all of a sudden I made it back up in the next month. And then the preceding months I've, you know, I've been on page one and near the top of page one ever since. Um, so that was a uh, interesting time in my world. Uh, so I don't, I don't recommend doing that on Amazon. And when I release my sporting good products, I'm not going to do that, but <laughs> it was a, uh, it was a crazy time. Lessons learned. Lessons mm -hmm. learned. Um, I yeah. want to kind of circle back a little bit because I'm so glad that you shared the difference between um, being plant-based and and vegan because a lot of people think that they're interchangeable and don't really understand the the difference between the you know eating a plant-based diet and the vegan lifestyle. Um, and so I'm glad that you mentioned that before. For us, it was very similar where we became plant-based because of a health concern. One of our daughters was very sick and 
when we saw the difference it made for her, we were like, we can't, we can't do anything any other way now. And now it's been over four years. So my question for you, I know you mentioned um, you being very health conscious as well, is what was the change for you? Was there something in particular that happened or that you saw? Or what was the thing that made you go from this is this is a great diet for my health to, you know, this is also an ethical vegan decision as well? Yeah, I think I just liked how I felt on it so much that I kept doing more research and I'm always a terrible cook. I mean, I just, I made chicken and rice and oatmeal every day. So it's just such basic. So I wanted to get better at it, I guess to say. And so I started listening to podcasts and doing research. And a lot of times the people that talk about plant-based, they would bring in the, the, the eco, uh, whatever problems, the, animal welfare and all that stuff. And that stuff used to never really bother me too much. And the more you kind of learn about it and open your eyes to it, because we're so blinded from it. And the way you consume a burger, you have no idea what goes on. Like if you had to actually watch how your burger was made, would you eat that burger again? And so you kind of go keep going down these rabbit holes, like mentioned, and you just see how terrible it is and how like you just you feel for them and um so that was it you just kind of become more passionate about it the more you learn about it that's awesome it's awesome yeah and sorry and I, 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 sorry go ahead no, go, go, go i was just gonna say that that yeah there's definitely i was plant-based to start and now i would consider myself vegan because it's definitely plant-based is a diet and veganism is a lifestyle yeah, go ahead. Sorry. sorry, if you hear the crying baby birds flying, I'm sorry. It's time for them to land everywhere, and there's so many of them. So I'm going to try and talk as fast as possible so I can mute. I also saw on your LinkedIn page that you do triathlons as well. Yeah, that's that's become a, a family thing over. So I did, I did a triathlon or two when I was in middle school and high school, and it was just – we swam when we were younger, but like 10, 11 practices starting, started to be at 6, 7 a.m. And no teenage kid wants part of that. Um, and so being tennis and basketball, those are very endurance heavy sports that between swimming and running, I could do a triathlon. And so I have two older brothers and we would do that with my dad and a couple of his coworkers and a couple of brothers, friends. And the last one we did was the Chicago triathlon, the Olympic distance. Um, and I think I was like two hours and 58 minutes. So I was just under three hours. Um, and, and it was great. And it was, it was so fun. We, I beat all my family. I lost to one other friend, but it was, uh, so it's, it's become a family thing. So we try and do like one ish a year. COVID's obviously ruined that, but, uh, yeah. So we've done, you know, uh, Santa Cruz triathlon, Chicago triathlon, um, San Francisco biathlons. We're that family that runs 5Ks on uh, the holidays. I I love this comment. Like I thank you, thank you for coming on, uh, Panda Suit. I'm assuming you know them because they've made a couple notes saying like take notes on him and stuff like that with your comments. But they say doing only a few Olympic triathlons on the side, no biggie. Yeah. I I have to ask though, what is the distance on a triathlon, because I guarantee most people don't realize how much goes into that. 
And then I have another question before the two of them try to jump in. Yeah, yeah. So I wish I, I wish I trained better. I actually ran into the person the other day who beat me, and he was talking so much smack. So I was like, I'm motivated. I'm starting training tomorrow. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So it's it's a mile swim, uh, which was like the last one we did. We swam in Lake Michigan, so that was so cool. And then it's a 26 mile bike ride, which you go under the Batman tunnels and stuff from the Batman movies. Um, and then it's a 10 K run. So like 6.2 ish miles. Like, and that's not the Olympic one, correct? That is the Olympic distance. That is the Olympic distance. Oh my God. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you keep yourself going in that? Like, there's gotta be a point that you hit exhaustion and then I'm going to twist vegan diet, Brandon. Vegan diet. I was so ready for that. I was going to be like, does the vegan diet change it at all? Like, damn you, (laughs) Jessica Dugas. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I actually, we have cramping that runs in the family. So I I cramp every time on the run. But the last one I did, there was like a medical person there. And he just gave me like a, a big salt tablet as my brother passed me as I'm sitting on the ground cramping. And he passes me. He's like, you okay? I'm like, ah, just cramps. I do every sporting event I ever do have cramps. And, uh, and so this medical person gives me some salt tablets. I get back up and I pass them like a mile later and he's like, what happened? And yeah, it's just, you just, you keep going. And it's so, those things are so motivating. People are cheering. Everyone's there to have a good time, whether you're trying to compete or just get in shape. It's like triathlons are just such good communities that it's great. So I want to make sure I hit this one before I get too far. And then the two of them are going to take over and talk because I know they're going to, I see their smiles ready to ask you more questions. Uh, With this, Stuart Lone Wolf says, using golf clubs and tennis rackets as an example, are you making grips from your materials rather than a a finished product? Uh, Just better accommodations for all budgets is where he ends it. Uh, I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, do you have anything like that? Uh, you're going to laugh at me, but you live in California, so you're going to get this. I use tennis racket uh, grip for my dragon snap and I spin fire. But I would much rather use a vegan product and be able to put it on there. So if you have any, anything like that, like uh, Stuart was mentioning, talk to me. How can I get it? How can I tape myself up, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you go to Amazon and type in. Uh, so those ones are undertaken, like T. Aiken grips, because Aiken was taken. Um, so they, those are grips that are. Yeah, I have people that use them for their walkers. That they use them on their uh, their weights for a, a grip on there. But I use them for tennis rackets, and I put them on my golf clubs. So you can certainly use them. They're just kind of they come in like a ball that's wrapped, and so you just wrap them around any and you can cut it and they have like a little piece of tape with it so you can make it any size you want um so so they're great and they're super tacky and comfortable and they're my favorite tennis grip that i've ever played with which is why i decided to go with them but uh again like i was saying is they're made out of pu materials so while they're not an animal product they're just not super eco-friendly and so they're not they're not terrible they're worse options out there but they're not something that I want to like mass produce and keep and keep going. Do you focus your marketing on vegans or do you just are you broadly marketing to sports enthusiasts? Um, because I know sometimes it can be a challenge 
to market to people who aren't vegan already. Um, and, and a lot of times there's preconceived notions of, well, he's going to preach to me and tell me I can't eat, <laughs> you know, whatever, ever again. So where do you focus your efforts as far as marketing? Yeah. And I'd like to say that there are a plethora of great people out there doing wonderful things in the world that still eat meat. Uh, but I, I would like it to be a little more general than just vegans. I think vegans make up three to 5% of the United States. And, and honestly, if I had 3% of the sporting or basketball market, like I would be set for life. So would have no problem just taking vegans, assuming I got all the vegans. But with that said, I still think it's for a parent that's buying their 10 year old son a basketball and it's an eco-friendly option and it's just a better option than what's on the market today. So it's for all parties, for parents, it's for, it's not necessarily for vegans would love for vegans to take a liking to it, but it's just better for earth to go with ego sports. So I, I just am hoping that we're also around a similar price to those guys that I, I read a stat the other day that if you're people like the vegan niche or eco niche, as long as it's in the same price range, but if you're priced the highest on the market or higher, then people don't go for it. So can, can we also get a discount coupon? <laughs> if you guys shoot me an email after this, I will, when product comes in store, I would love to send you guys a free ball. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, I, I will make eco sports basketball and you can bring it to the park with you. I Yay. actually was going to ask if you wanted to trade because I actually create my own line of CWD products. That was, I was in LA for the Oscars this year because it won so many awards of being so different. It's not an oil, not anything. So I was going to be like, hey, after the show, I was going to be like, you want to trade? Because I could really use a basketball, especially a vegan one. And I'd mm -hmm. send you a box of CBD. Jessica's back there like, I haven't even gotten mine in the mail yet. It, I, <laughs> it's coming. It's on its way. I got it. I checked yesterday. They're like, Brandon, calm down. It's coming. I'm like, did you send it? They're like, yeah. Uh, but have you ran into challenges where people like push back? And I'm, I'm asking a very weird question here, but the pushback from... Being, I, I know Jessica being vegan, and there's a lot of people like, oh, I couldn't be vegan. Oh, why would I go eat that? Da, 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 da. And they give her a hard time. And I'm saying this in defense of her so she doesn't beat me up after the show. But with that, do people give you a hard time about creating a vegan sports memorabilia, sports products? There's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah, yes, definitely. And, I, and I've run into some people who have asked some a hard hitting questions, but also questions that just you will, then you're not my target demographic and I don't need to go after the whole world. So I'm not too worried about those people. And I think, I think at least 50% of people are pro having an eco-friendly option. If it's the same quality, again, this goes back to the quality thing. Um, but then there are going to be people that just want that want to see how their burger is made. And, you know, if that's how you want to live your life, then that's that's how you want to do it. And there are other options out there for you. It's not like Eco Sports is the only ball that they can buy. Looking at both my girls waiting for one of them. Jessica's smiling. I'm a, listen, I am over here um, ordering a uh, pre-ordering a ball to replace the basketball that because we got the kids a basketball net for Christmas and I'm, I'm replacing the ball right now. So y'all go on. I'm ordering my ball. 
<laughs> I love it. I, I'm busy. I'm, I have to be honest, Jess. I'm signing. I've already signed up in the background for the football. Like I'm like, yep, I want one of these. I love it. So do you every- go to South Africa? See, now I'm the only one that's not. I can't get uh, the Light Cafe. I can't get anything because you do not ship to South Africa. Yeah, we don't ship to South Africa. Um, we uh, we don't have the manpower for that yet. But uh, if you send me an address or if you're going to see Brandon soon, let me know and I can I can get some stuff sent over. Okay, but this is the manifestation episode. So what are you manifesting for your new business? We're going to be a global sporting good company in the next year or two. I love that. I love that. If if you if, if you ever create a rugby ball like that, I will send it to all my friends and let them know about it. That would be I've great. Got, my son yes, played rugby. Yeah, mm-hmm. my son played rugby, and everybody I know, their children plays rugby. So I'll sell all your rugby balls. <laughs> I love that. Uh, my I love that. my yeah. my ball is ordered now. By the way, it's I'm 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 excited to get it when it comes in and replace the one. That, this is this is what it's about, though. I think is more than preaching to other people, which is why I love the perspective you're coming from, Troy. Is just to walk your talk, um, and do the things that you know you you feel aligned to do. And if people are able to look in and go, man, they're living a pretty good life over there. They're eating some. That they're not just eating grass and they have basketballs that work but are a vegan too. And you know, they they can look in and see that they can make a change and it doesn't have to be that big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. They, they would love to just they play it play with it at the park and have no idea that it's a vegan eco-friendly ball. They just like the ball. And then when they go buy it, they see all these benefits to it as well. There you go. Have yeah. you had Which, Sorry about that. Have you had backlash from any other people that manufacture balls with 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 the um, animal leather that 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 is not backing you? Yeah, I've not yet. I just don't think I'm big enough yet to put a, a big dent in their marketplace. So I think maybe once we start getting into Dicks and Big Five and those different sporting good outlets, that we can uh, that we can start seeing their sales drip dip and maybe they'll maybe they'll start coming after me i hope they don't no i hope they do i hope they because look what happens you have companies like beyond me you have you have come this is why i say i hope they do because you have companies like beyond me and impossible that came out with these great products and now you see other big name companies that are like Oh, we we didn't know there was a market there, and Tyson's coming out with things, and KFC, and all you know, they're all starting to carry things now because now they realize, oh, there is a market here, and there's people. So I hope, I hope that you push all the boundaries, Troy, and that they all come after you because you're going to be the one that's going to say we did it first. Exactly. Thank you. And, and that I do want to like be. I want to come out first. So I want to be the Kleenex of of vegan sporting goods because I think in five years as these fires continue to burn in Dixie and Tahoe and Oregon. And it like the world is on fire, both literally and figuratively. And so I think at some point there's going to be a change and it might be like a, a lawful change where you're, you'll have to meet a certain carbon footprint. You'll have to meet a certain amount of ethical behavior. And so if we could get on top of that now, it would be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. super beneficial. 
I want to ask how you're changing the world, but you're already doing it. And so I want to ask a question in a different way, because I think that this is a great comment here, how the product will speak for itself. And you actually keep going away from the vegan. You're like, no, I got a good ball, guys. You're going to like it. Trust me. Jessica's on here like, I bought it. Elsa's like, send one to me. I'm sitting here just enjoying the fact that this is so different. What is something that you've noticed through your life that made you know you were going to be different and you wanted to change the world? Oh, that's, that's a deep question. I love the deep questions on here. Um, I like, I, I just always felt like I've been a good person for majority of my life. I'm sure we've all had our slip ups, but I've just always wanted to bring a smile to someone's face. I've wanted to, you know, do the right thing. And I've always wanted to kind of give back and I've never really and I think a lot of people go through this that they, they want to give back, but they don't really know how to give back. And so uh, like a couple of years ago, I signed up to start volunteering at Acing Autism. It's a it's a tennis uh, thing that, that works with with autistic kids. And it's it's so fun. It's so reward- like as great as it is for the kids, like it's just as great for me. And so. I wanted to figure out a way how I could do that on a larger scale. And I, I always thought acting would be a great outlet to be an influence and be a good person for them to have as an influence. Uh, maybe I didn't have enough drama in my life to be the the, the best actor that, but uh, so I, I've always wanted to give back and I feel like A, I can give back to the environment, B, we can give back with the proceeds and hopefully it becomes a bigger scale and we can give back in, a thousand other ways than just in the the ten percent that we're donating right now. Um, so oh, are you always, are you always want to do something? Sorry, are you guys only going to stay with sports equipment, or will you be moving into to like let's say football? The, the, do they call it cleats or what? The the mm-hmm. the, 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 the the footwear that 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 um art, um athletes wear. Yeah, absolutely. So cleats are definitely something I've looked into and um, they do have some eco-friendly cleats that we can actually use the TPU material for. So that's something that I've looked into. I just need to find someone that could also make a high quality cleat. But another thing that I'd really like to get into is uh, is a yoga pants and running pants and um, like wetsuits and swimsuits because the neoprene material is also very non-eco-friendly and not biodegradable and so a lot of the yoga pants that you're wearing are super comfy but they're not great for the environment and not great to be made so those are another market that we could really uh take an eco-friendly approach to i've got another question before because i can't see who's, who's on mute and everything do you think that hemp will 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 be able to help you with the manufacturing that you maybe be able to look into that as well for products yes definitely so so hemp is a great material and i've also seen bamboo as a great material and then there's like a eco nylon eco i think i'm pronouncing it right which is like still kind of close to a nylon material but it's it's more eco-friendly um we have some shirts coming in that are 100 percent plastic bottles so those are going to be an eco-friendly option so definitely want to get into kind of a clothing wear or athletic wear 
line as well too on a more eco-friendly especially because some of these lululemons that are obviously top of the market but there's a niche for the eco-friendly I I just I love the whole the whole thing and I think um, our friend that's watching on Twitch today had a great comment about you know um, that the product will speak for itself and that um, you know we can definitely market to a, a large audience and not it doesn't have to be a thing and I think that that's where sometimes vegans gets a rap, a bad rap where you, you hear the joke all the time well um, if you didn't know they're vegan they're gonna tell you kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Um, which I think a lot of us are just proud of, you know, how far we've come and that we are, we are trying to change the world, not just through our diet, but being more mindful of the environmental factors and, and all of that, because that wasn't something that I was aware of until I was a couple years into my, my plant-based journey. And so, um, do you, do you have any, um, people that you would love to partner with or people that you could see doing like a collab with, with your company that you think could help get you the message out? Yeah. Besides the Chris Paul and Diana Taurasi and Alex Morgan, um, Rich Roll has probably been my biggest vegan inspiration. I'm not, have you guys heard of Rich Roll? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I, I know he's pretty big, but I don't know how big, but, um, I, I went vegan before I found him, but uh, I think I was still kind of at like five days a week at this point when I started listening to him. And just the my my Olympic distance triathlons have nothing on Rich Roll. He does <laughs> my triathlons. He is insane. Uh, but it, he also, he had foot, the, some guys from the Tennessee Titans on his podcast. He has a thousand different athletes. I like how it's athlete-based. Um, podcast so definitely a, a, a goal is to be on the rich roll podcast um but he's uh he's definitely someone i'd like to put an ad on his 10 minute ads on his podcast awesome. you are getting compliments like crazy about your website and how your website doesn't come across as the holier than thou that people do in the vegan thing like jessica was mentioning so that's a huge praise for your marketing. I have to make sure I put that out there that people are noticing that. Uh, Jeannie made a good question here and you answered it a little bit ago, but be able to mm -hmm. break that. It's I'm concerned about how long my basketball lasts. Well, there's it, it, yours are, even though it is vegan and it is made from a different material, tell us exactly how they're amazing and not going to be breaking and now they're like, why everybody needs to go to Amazon and your website right now, even if we don't have a 99% off coupon. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah, that, that's a, a great question. And I, I've thought about that too. So it's as much as it is biodegradable, it's not just going to sit in your backyard for a couple months and all of a sudden half of it's in the ground. So it's still the TPU material material is like a cross between kind of a, a plastic and a rubber, but the way it's, it's made, it's made with bio, biodegradable material. So eventually you kind of, you still need it to be in a biodegradable environment. Uh, you can't just leave it on a basketball court and it's, and it's going to leave. So the material though, the reason why it's been successful and around today is it is durable and just as long lasting as the other options out there. So I would expect your ball to last just as long as any other basketball that you have on the market. 
or soccer ball or football or anything. Nobody. I can easily come up with questions. I love it. I love Troy. <laughs> I'm gonna. No. I mean, <laughs> no. I got it. So, how's what's the code for the 95 percent off coupon? No, I'm just kidding, Troy. I'm just kidding, buddy. Uh, uh, I'm scared to make one again. Right? Like you did it once, and it's like, oh shit, what did I do? So, Troy, I'm gonna ask one one fun one, and then I'm gonna let the two of them ask one more question, and then we'll go into our final goodbyes of the day. With you being a young entrepreneur, you're living in the tech capital of the world, basically, in mm -hmm. California and all that. How do you see yourself being able to be an influence and not let, and this is going to sound weird because you're, like I said, you are young and you have that baby face without letting your age be, or the product that you're making become the block for you how is troy gonna know he's that fucking good he's gonna push through it that's right i got my f word in at the end boom uh well i think the simple answer is just that i am that fucking good and so that will they'll say they'll see the confidence and the passion behind the project and respect that uh and so i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i i so i'm humble but we uh no, claim it claim it troy you are that fucking good i'm rooting for you you saw us all jump up and down there yeah, buddy no nah. that's awesome well i love it and it's not the confident thing it's not cocky it's confidence you've built something special exactly. you are exactly. fucking awesome the manifest episode i used all of your efforts just so you all know <laughs> i love it go I ahead troy yeah, no, it, exactly. I think it's confidence. I think um, I'll start, but I, I've been working closely with my father and my brother who will add some age to that and add some sales experience as they both have done extremely well for themselves in sales. So um, they'll be a great team members to bring on when we start getting bigger meetings and start meeting with older people. And I think just the passion for what we have for this project, I think People, people aren't necessarily buying products anymore as much as they're buying companies. So they like the message that these companies are sending. Have a great match. Um, what, <laughs> what advice do you have, Troy, for people who might, uh, young people who might have this idea, but it seems like a very big and grandiose idea and how am I gonna ever pull this off kind of thing? What would be your advice to them? Yeah, another person who would be an inspiration that I'd love to kind of collaborate with is Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. So she's been a big inspiration on starting your own company. Um, but the biggest thing is just doing it. I understand that there's going to be an initial, even even like I started with tennis grips that I sell for $7 on Amazon. So it's still a $5,000 just to get started. So you still need a little bit of bankroll. But, you know, I took... YouTube classes, I bought an Amazon course for $10 a month type of thing that I learned a ton on. So, it, but I'd say the biggest thing is just buying it. I, I'm not pro, I think there are great things to learn in grad school and education, I guess. But with the way the internet is today, there's limitless free information on YouTube and on Twitter and all these different platforms. And like all the mistakes that I've made doing these business adventures have led me to where I am today. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I just didn't do it and get started and learning how to talk to a manufacturer, learning about shipping and 
shipping's been a nightmare, especially recently. Like, and and just, I mean, just just doing it and learning it. Like, think of it as instead of paying five thousand dollars to go to school, you're paying five thousand dollars to learn how to run a business that has potential to make you money. I agree. I agree there. I agree there. I don't have a question, but I've got something that I saw on your Instagram that like literally hit me. Um, that I thought, how can he say something so controversial yet so true? So I want to read it to you because I wrote it down. It says, "How much would a cow have to resemble a dog for you for it to for it to love?" And I was like, "Okay, thanks for making me feel guilty." <laughs> uh um yeah i was actually just doing a little bit of research on the show and i i don't preach too much but the uh like just the leather industry itself because that's something that we're really going after it's just i don't want to use animal byproducts anymore we're, it's 2021 we we have so many great alternatives that we just we don't need to use it anymore and that like over in China, two million dogs and cats are killed every year, and they use their fur and leather. We don't. When you buy a leather jacket, it doesn't say. Maybe some do, but it doesn't say made from cows. It, the leather jacket you're wearing could be made from dogs. And mm-hmm. and to me, what's the difference between what's a dog, what's or a cow or a fish? So that, but that's you know a different moral values than what other people have. But over, over there, in the, where 90% of leather goods are made, they don't have restrictions on if it's cows, it could be horse, it could be any type of animal that they use over there. So, all right, Troy, I hope you're ready for this. So the way yes. we end every episode is we actually speak positivity to everybody. It could be your favorite Love quote. That. It could be literally like a song that's just on your heart that comes out of Jessica usually. Uh so <laughs> she shakes her head. It's whatever is on your heart to help inspire people to get through the day and keep them going. It's your light. All right. So don't you worry. Ilsa's going to go first. Jessica's going to go second. I'm going to go third. And then Troy, you're going to finish out the show for us today and take us out. So I hope you're ready for this. You have a big Great. responsibility of inspiring the world today. You got that? Okay, I've got a couple in mind, so we'll see what you guys say to which one comes out. I love it. All right, Elsa, take us out, sweetheart. It's Thursday. I did not know it was Thursday. I thought we were (laughs) at Tuesday already, or Tuesday still, because it's been a long, busy week and everything. And and, and before the show started, I actually asked that I, because I like giving you guys messages and starting to stand in my own power and believe that, 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 that the words that come out of my mouth are empowering. And I literally got this message that I really want to share with you guys. It says, who do you want to become? What kind of life are you prepared to live? And how will you wisely yield your power to co-create a new world beneficial for others and not just for yourself? And then it says experience woven together with knowledge creates a beautiful thing. It's called wisdom. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thursday. Thursday. What day is it? We don't know here. Uh, (laughs) I was supposed to announce before and I didn't. So really quickly, our winner from last time I was on um, for the the book for a musical evening of giving is Stuart Lonewolf. Uh, 
So Stuart, you are the winner and make sure you get in contact with me to get your book and all of that. And thank you to everyone who has been purchasing tickets for a musical evening of giving. Um, the one thing that I want to leave with today is that um, there, there is a difference between just sharing our truth and being preachy and, and holier than thou, as was mentioned and all of that. And I think we all have a beautiful opportunity to just have conversations um, and that that's really how change is happens in the world. And there's a quote that from Bryant McGill that says, one of the most sincere forms of respect is actually listening to what another has to say. So get out of your bubble, have conversations and just listen for a little while. Mm, mm, well said. So I have been working on myself a lot because I want to make sure if I'm going to be a leader, I can bring the best of who I am and know that I'm being my best for me first but then I'm able to provide that for everybody else. And I was reading the other night and I was reading this one. I'm going to read one quick paragraph that hit me really hard. Um, so many of us at one time or another have dimmed our lights or hidden our authentic selves. Maybe we felt we had to wear a mask or live by the should haves or have tos that our family and society, or maybe we were told we were too much. <clears throat> That's me or too loud. Gee, never heard that. And so we made ourselves smaller to fit in. Maybe we didn't want to rock the boat in a relationship or got too comfortable letting others set the parameters in our lives. This week, this Thursday, even though we might not know it's Thursday, do yourself a message, do yourself a positive thing and turn around and see if those words hit you. Were you ever told you were too much? Were you ever told you were too loud? Did you let go of your authentic self just to appease others? If so, Look in the mirror today and tell yourself how much you love yourself, because trust me, you're worth it. Oh, those are some great quotes. Um, I love I love deep, meaningful conversations. It's only 9 a.m. on my time, so I'm ready to get the day started after this. But <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd say in the spirits of sporting good products and playing, uh, this is one of my all-time favorite quotes. Is um, you don't stop playing because you grow old. You grow old because you stop playing. So keep out, mm. keep going and playing and enjoy and have a great balance of playing and work and life and family and friends and enjoy it because you only get one of them unless you believe in reincarnation. <laughs> I like how you phrase that. You're like, well, unless you got this. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Tomorrow is Friday. We have Bob Seymour jumping on. Do not miss that. Uh, Troy, if you've not met Bob, he is literally one of the most amazing people you're going to meet in the world. I would love for you to come by and say hi. So love it that, though that you, you would meet Bob and be like, oh, yeah. So Troy, stick around after the show. We'll give you a we'll go. We'll do a quick uh, rundown and have a conversation. Guys, it's Friday tomorrow. Get out. Give your best. Make sure you're faithful and love one another and spread positivity. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, my name is Brandon, and over the past year, the Delay Cafe team and I have traveled across the U.S. researching this rapidly growing industry of CBD products. What we have found throughout the industry were products that were inconsistent in dosage and used ingredients that weren't even lab tested. Products with chalky textures, bitter aftertaste, and worst of all, confusion among the CBD consumers. That's why we created Delight Cafe. A 15 milligram 
lab-tested, all-natural, water-soluble hemp CBD powder pack. It's odorless, colorless, and tasteless. Add it to your favorite drink of choice wherever, whenever, on the go. Quickly find your calm, your balance, your delight. Thank you.